if you never walk alone and that God is our backing, why don't you put your hands together and give the Lord a shout and a praise this morning. Hallelujah. Church, it's always a joy to be in the presence of God. And in that note, we want to come before him with our prayers this morning. First, we want to thank God for bringing you and your family and members of OST into a brand new month and the last quarter of the year. You want to lift your voice and begin to pray. Give the Lord thanks for bringing you, your family, and all members of OST into a brand new month and the last quarter of the year. Father, we bless your name. We give you praise, O oh God. We thank you for how far you've brought us. You have kept us from the beginning of the year to this time. From the depth of our hearts, Lord, we have come to say thank you. Thank you for how far you've kept our families. Thank you for how far you've preserved our lives. In the name of Jesus. From January to this time, Lord, you have been good to us. You have preserved us. We have experienced your goodness in several ways. We have experienced your mercies in several ways. Lord, we thank you. As a church, we are grateful for even bringing us to the last quarter of the year. It is not by our doing, oh Lord, but it's by your mercies that we have come thus far. Rabba Sile Meko Sente Gedebekonto Ibrekile Pasi Prekodobon. Receive all the glory, O Lord. Receive all the praise, O God. Maraba Yele Bika Site Kaba Reba Bando Somolo Moko Antega Vile Dia Pasu Kapa Ikabala Laba. Rabba Baba, she kept bread up on. Is she precord up on? Is she precord up on? For nine months you have preserved us, O God. Having brought us into the tenth month, Lord, we are grateful. Me, so precord up by him. Secondly, we want to prophesy that the days, weeks, and months ahead of you will be prosperous. You want to declare that this is your season of abundant harvest. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Prophesy that the days, weeks, and months ahead shall be great and prosperous. And declare that it is a season of abundant harvest. Lift your voice and begin to pray. Father, we prophesy into the days and weeks and months ahead of us. In the name of Jesus. We declare it shall be prosperous in the name of Jesus. It shall indeed be our season of abundant harvest in the name of Jesus. Every Monday is ahead of God. We declare our Mondays are prosperous. Our Tuesdays are blessed in the name of Jesus. Our Wednesdays are prosperous. Our Thursdays are blessed in the name of Jesus. 
Our Fridays are prosperous in the name of Jesus. Our Saturdays and Sundays, oh God, we declare in the name of Jesus. We have stepped into a season of abundance in the name of Jesus. We have stepped into a season of abundance in the name of Jesus. We declare in the name of Jesus. Unusual harvest shall be a portion in the name of Jesus. Unusual harvest shall be a portion in the name of Jesus. We are blessed on every side in the name of Jesus. Our investment shall yield great increase. The work of our hands are blessed in the name of Jesus. The work of our hands shall prosper in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Tell you want to pray and claim God's divine protection, presence, and preservation over your life and household from now to the end of the year. You want to lift your voice and begin to pray. Claim God's protection, claim his presence and preservation over your life from now to the end of the year. Declare you are preserved on every side. Declare you are protected in the name of Jesus. We declare in the name of Jesus that we are preserved. In our going out and our coming in, we are preserved. We are protected on every side. In our homes, we are preserved. In our workplaces, we are preserved. We are protected on every side. We declare divine exemption of our lives in the name of Jesus against every attack of the wicked one. No evil shall come near our dwelling in the name of Jesus. We enforce some 91 of our lives in the name of Jesus. We play the blood of Jesus as, as covering of our lives in the name of Jesus. Father, you want to lift your voice and begin to thank God for answered prayer. Begin to bless his name. Begin to celebrate him. Thank him for bringing you and your family into a new month, into a season of harvest. Father, we are grateful. We thank you for the victories. We thank you for a new harvest you have brought us into. Because we know great and mighty things you have in store for us. We thank you because we know we are preserved from now to the end of the year. In Jesus' name. Somebody, if you believe the Lord has answered your prayer, why don't you put your hands together? And give the Lord a shout and a praise this morning. Hallelujah. Kindly be seated in God's presence. On behalf of our Father, Reverend Eric Hamilton, I welcome you to our first family service.
And I trust that your life will never remain the same again. If you are watching us online, we encourage you to share this morning stream with your friends and loved ones. Let them know what God is doing in this place. And we know that even as they stay connected, their lives will never remain the same. In Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I want to encourage us to give even as the Lord has blessed us. And our scripture is from 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 19. It says, they got up early the next morning and worshipped in the Lord's presence. And then they returned and came to their house at Ramah. Elkanah had marital relations with his wife, Hannah, and the Lord remembered her. This is a familiar story we are all aware of. If you read the preceding verses, you get to know how a man called Elkanah had two wives, and one of them had children, the other had none. And Hannah went before God with a request, prayed and sought the face of God. Then in verse 19, the Bible says, and the Lord remembered her. You have entered into a season of harvest. Probably from January to this time, you haven't seen anything in your life, but we serve a God who is a prayer answering God. Just as God remembered Hannah, it's my prayer that the Lord will remember you and cause you to experience unusual harvest like you've never in your life in this season. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to pick your sacrifice and say this with me. This is my offering. I give it willingly and cheerfully. By faith, I receive God's grace sufficiency and abundance in all things in jesus name amen if you're watching us online our various giving platforms have been displayed on the screen and we encourage you to give even as the lord has blessed you military in song this morning as we receive our offering is our courage call let's celebrate them
Professor to yourself that I am covered. Tell yourself one more time, I am covered. Can we give it up to the Open Heavens Temple? 
Carry square. We can do it better. One thing with excellence is that it is consistent. And that's what we have noticed with the carry square. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. It's time to take our declaration. I proclaim Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. The Lord is a shepherd of my soul. My shelter by day. My light by night. In his name, we plow our fields. By his spirit, we gather the harvest. In his light, we seek and find. In this year of gathering, the Lord of the harvest has commanded Launch out into the deep. At his word, we cast our nets. We gather in souls and substance for God's kingdom. The Lord is our reward. In this season, I receive God's portion set aside for me. Full measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Nothing is lost. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is lost. Nothing is wasted in Jesus' mighty name. If you believe this is your own declaration, put your hands together and let's give the Lord a big praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Like Pastor will always do, I want us to slip our hands to heaven this morning. Thank God for bringing you to the first day of the month of October. How it happened, I cannot explain Words will not be able to explain. But the Lord in his sovereignty, by his own divine election and selection, that you will be counted among the living on the first day of October. It is a blessing. And this morning, you want to lift up your voice and say, Father, I thank you for the gift of life, the blessing of life, the blessing of health. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your message. Because of your, your, faith, your message and great message, your faithfulness, we are not consumed. We are not consumed. We are not consumed. We are not consumed. If had not been the Lord on our side, if had not been Jehovah God on our side, let Israel say it. If had not been the Lord on our side, let open heaven's temple say it. When the anger of men came against us, when the troubled waters wanted to sweep us away, but thanks be to God that you and I we have not been given to the enemy and we have not been torn by the teeth of the enemy but our souls have escaped like a bed out of the snare of the father. The snare is broken and our souls have escaped. Indeed our help has been in the name of the Lord. If your help came from the Lord, somebody one more time slip your hands and, and, and give it up unto the Lord this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please, I, I like you whilst you're standing. I want us to appreciate our our beloved pastor, Reverend Eric Hamaku. He's not with us today. He's on the road doing the Lord's business on the Lord's assignment. And wherever he is, we honor him, we celebrate him. And may the Lord use him mightily to be a blessing unto the nations. Hallelujah. Please take your seat. One thing uh, with, with us as a local church is that you always want your pastor to be around. And uh, so that you can enjoy him more. But we all know that God has given a ministry that, that casts beyond this pulpit and casts beyond the organization. I, 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 I want more time. Can we celebrate the, the Carrie Square? I thought the song they sang this morning was prophetic. So prophetic. So prophetic word. A word of encouragement 
a, a word to take us throughout the month of October, throughout the month of November, the month of December, and this quarter. Hallelujah. So be assured that you are covered. I say, be assured that you are covered. I say, be assured that you are covered. The Lord will not forsake you. The doors will open. That word will come to pass. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This morning, I have the singular honor of sharing the word with all of us. And uh, I share something briefly and I will try and invest some time in prayer into the days ahead, the weeks ahead, and the months ahead. The, the theme for this month, which uh, uh, began today, is harvest. Is harvest. And uh, I would like to speak on something I've entitled, Staying Strong for Your Harvest. Staying stay Strong for Your Harvest. Please, if you don't mind, turn to your neighbor and tell the neighbor, Stay Strong for Your Harvest. Yes. And the anchor scripture is in Psalm 107, reading from the verse 37 to 38. And so fields, plant vineyards, that they may yield a fruitful harvest. He also blesses them, and they multiply greatly. And he does not let their cattle decrease. May that be your portion. May that be your story. May that be your testimony. That you multiply greatly. That your cattle, your possession will not decrease. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, uh, the, 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 the instructive word from this text is that we should sow. We should sow. And when we sow we are told that it will be multiplied. And when it, is, when it multiplies, we are also told that it will not decrease. Sometimes you can go on the increasing but descending, uh, on the, on the uh, descending level. You are increasing, but there's something about it that is not, you can see that even though you are up there, but you are not, you are not going up. There's something that is making you, you, if, you think that you must push to a certain level. You are up there, you want to push to a certain level, but it's not happening. But this scripture tells us that when you get there, you will still go up. And may you go up. So, it is important to note that harvest is assured. As long as there's a place of sowing. Harvest is assured. As long as there's a place for sowing. Let's look at another instructive test in the book of Genesis, chapter number 8, the verse 22. He said, while the earth remains, sea time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. While the earth remains, as long as we have the earth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter. And he goes ahead and says that 
day and night shall not cease. So what God has done with this particular scripture is to set a pattern of nature. It's a pattern of nature. So it's, a, it's, it's, it's like a cycle. So this pattern is like a cycle. Sea time, harvest. Cold, heat. Winter, summer. Day, night. It is a continuance. It is a repetition. It is a succession. And the, 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 been, the Lord is telling us that as long as the earth remains and we sow, we shall have harvest. That's why I've come this morning to tell you that the prophetic word that has gone out of the mouth of the prophet in this house, that it is a month of harvest. May that word come to pass in your life. You shall manifest that word. Because I know you have sown. You have sown ideas. You have sown money. You have sown prayer. You have sown expectations. And may all these seeds of expectations manifest in harvest. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So, what we are told is that the season will follow one another. The word will continue to function as it has been predicted by the Lord. That's what scripture says. God is not mocked. God is not mocked. You can't, you can't reap when you have not sown. So as long as there's a sowing, harvest is guaranteed. And I've come to tell you that your harvest is guaranteed. As I've come to tell you that your harvest is guaranteed. And this scripture also tells us that no season is permanent. So sowing will not go on forever. No, sowing will not go on forever. Weeping will not go on forever. That disappointment will not go on forever. That delay will not go on forever. Because it is a, it is a nature that God has put in place. And it can, it's irrevocable. It cannot be reversed. I've come one more time to tell you, I've come to announce to you that whatever you are going through this morning, whatever you are going through this season, whatever you are going, whatever situation it is, I am telling, I've come to tell you that you are just passing through it. I say you are just passing through it. I say you are just passing through it. There's an expiry date to that situation and you shall come out victorious. You shall come out with your testimony. You shall come out with your blessing. You shall come out with your breakthrough. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I say you will not be put to shame. You will not be put to shame. I prophetically declare over your life that you will not be put to shame. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You will not be ashamed. You, may, you will not be reproached. Situations of life will not swallow you up. The vicissitudes of life will not swallow you up. The challenges of our nation will not swallow you up. The challenges of our continent will not swallow you up. The challenges of the world will not swallow you up. Because greater is he that is in you than they that is in the world. We refuse to be intimidated. I said we refuse to be intimidated by the wishes of the enemy. We will not give in to the wishes of the enemy. We will stay strong. I said we will stay strong. Our heads will not be bowed down. Our heads will not be bowed down. When they expect a casting down, I have come to announce to you that there shall be a lifting up. I said there shall be a lifting up. And the Lord who is the lifter of heads, may you lift up your head. Anyone whose head is bowed down, may the Lord who lifts up heads lift up your head. From now to the end of the year. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If only you will stay strong.
if only you will stay strong and not faint, you will see the salvation of the Lord. I say you will see the salvation of the Lord in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Several years ago, I bought a, a, um, a message of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., the American um, civil uh, rights activist, um, the preacher and the uh, political philosopher, and I was listening to the message, and he was giving a testimony of how he survived one of his assassination attempts. The assassin got him, shot him at a delicate uh, point in, uh, of, of his body. And he was rushed to the hospital. They performed a surgery on him. He survived. And whilst he was on his, sick, on, the, on his bed, hospital bed, the medical team came to him and they mentioned to him that, you know what, where you were shot, from the time of the incident to the time they brought you to the hospital, if you had sneezed, you would have died. He stood up and said, thank God I didn't sneeze. I'm here to tell somebody, the enemy has thrown something at you, waiting for you to sneeze. But tell yourself that I will not sneeze. Tell yourself I will not sneeze. When the problem is a problem, tell your problem also a problem. When the problem is difficult, tell yourself I'm more difficult than you. Because tough times will never last. But tough people will last. Tell somebody I will not sneeze. This. So, going back to um, the text that we read, I believe that the harvest will come. It has been prophesied. We are waiting for it. I believe strongly that somebody, the period of waiting, the period of of, of, of of expecting that which God has spoken. Sometimes we need a certain endurance. We need a certain strength. That must come to us. We just, we just need to hold on a little bit and walk into that, uh, into that harvest. And this morning, I want us to look at a profound character in the Bible that when all was lost, when all was gone, and it seems like he had come to the end of his life. It, it, it seems like the end has come for him. God turned around the situation. And he got back everything. And he walked into abundant harvest. And this morning, I want you to expect and put yourself in that situation. That even if all is lost, the Lord is able to turn it around for you. I say even if all is lost, the Lord is able to turn it around for you. And because that particular person st stays strong. And I want us to look at that in the book of Second First Samuel, the chapter number 30. It's a scripture we know so well. We are familiar with it, but we'll read and we'll glean something out of it. Hallelujah. So we'll start from 2 Samuel chapter number 30, if you are there, from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. Let's read from verse 1. 2 Samuel chapter number 30. 
Okay. Let, let me read from the verse 3, I think, because of time. It, it's a story of um, David um, and his army. Had, they had gone out for, if you, for, for a military campaign. Um, if if you, you understand how um, uh, David's life began, uh, he got a prophecy that he one day become the king of Israel. Um, the, and his mentor um, was threatened by it and, and set a whole national military apparatus against him to chase him and to get him out. So what David did was that he, he tried to move around. And finally he got a place called Ziklag. And Ziklag was, a, was, was within the territory of the Philistines. So the Lord, in trying to keep him from the um, um, of from uh, uh, the Saul, made a way for him even in the land of the of, of the Philistines. May the Lord make a way for you even in the in the territory of your enemies. And the Bible says that they went out there on a military campaign, like they always do. They came back, and whilst afar, they noticed that the camp was in smoke. This is not a smoke you say that, I mean, it is coming from somebody's kitchen. You can say that it's, a, it's a, the city of Ziklag is in turmoil. They got in there only to notice that the enemy had come to ransack Ziklag. And the Bible says that, and the people there, there's no, no I mean, they had taken everybody, the city was burnt, and he and his team, they began to work with. And the Bible says that, and David did something. So let's start from the verse 1. First Samuel, the chapter number 30, from verse 1. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag. On the third day, that the Amalekites invaded the south, and Ziklag attacked, uh, attacked Ziklag and burnt with fire. Let's look at verse 2. And had taken captive the women, those who were there, from small to great, they did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. Verse 3. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives and their sons and their daughters had been taken captive. Then verse 4, then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more power to weep. Verse 5, David's two wives, Ahinam, the Jezreelites, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelites, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed. Notice this. And David was greatly distressed. For the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was aggrieved, was grieved. Every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. 
Tell somebody that David strengthened himself in the Lord. Verse 7. Then David said to Abiata, the priest, Ahimelech's son, Please bring the ephod here to me. And Abiata brought the ephod to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. I say this to somebody, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake, and you shall recover without fail. I say this to somebody, You shall surely pursue, you shall surely overtake, and you shall surely recover all. Verse 9. So David went, he and the 600 men who were with him, and came to the brook of Besok, where those stayed, where those who stayed, where those stayed who were left behind. Verse 10. And David pursued he and 400 men. The 200 stayed behind who were so weary that they could not cross the brook Besok. Let's add the verse 17 to the 20 so that we can put in proper perspective. Perspective. Then David attacked them from the twilight until the evening of the day. Not a man of them escaped except for 400 young men who rode on camels and, and fled. 18. So David recovered all. Recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. Like Pastor will say in the Old Testament. And nothing of this was lacking. Either small or great. Sons or daughters. Spoil or not anything which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks and heads that he had driven before those other uh, livestock and said, this is David's spoil. I've come to prophesy to somebody that in this season, as you pursue, you recover all. I say you recover all. Nothing will be missing and nothing will be lacking. Hallelujah. So like I just explained, this is somebody that the enemy attacked. Lost everything. Like we are told. They, he lost everything. They lost everything. From property. To wives. To daughters. To sons. And the Bible says. And they lifted up their voices. And they wept. Till there was no strength in them to weep. I, I, if you understand why they wept to the point that there was no strength in them to weep, David's nature of rage is that when he visits a city, no human being is left alive. So, in inference, is it that they've also done the same thing that we, we do to other people? Have they killed our wives? Have they killed our daughters? Have they killed our, our, our sons? 
properties we can always have. But have they taken away our next generation? And the Bible says, and they began to weep. And the Bible says, and David did something instructive. He called for, he called for the effort. He called Abiata the priest. And he said, bring me the effort. And he inquired of the Lord. So what do we do? The Bible says, and David was what? Greatly distressed. Greatly distressed. In other words, David had come to a point where there was no answer for him. What did he do? If, 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 if you are to put ourselves in that, in that contest. The first thing I noticed David did. As we read in the scripture. The verse 6. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. So if we find ourselves, if we, want, we are supposed to stay strong for our harvest. And there are challenges, there are issues. We must also strengthen ourselves. He strengthened himself in the Lord. You must strengthen yourself. In fact, it, 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 in, the midst of, in, the, in the midst of the problem or the heat, somebody would have thought that even the priest should have rather approached uh, David. I am the priest. And I think that we must take this one before the Lord. But it, it took David to tell the priest that I can't wait for you. Don't wait for any man. You must take the bull by the horn. And in the midst of challenges, in the midst of difficulties, in the midst of disappointment and despondency, strengthen yourself. I say strengthen yourself. Strengthen yourself. Don't wait for any man. Thank God for wives. Did it, there, was no, there was none as at that time to even strengthen him. Thank God for parents. There was none as at that time. Thank God for children, but there was none as at that time. The Bible says, and he strengthened himself. I've come to tell somebody, strengthen yourself. Strengthen yourself emotionally. Strengthen yourself, yourself mentally. Strengthen yourself spiritually. Strengthen yourself spiritually. Be strong on the outside because harvest is coming. He strengthened himself. He strengthened himself. You cannot leave that one to anybody. You cannot leave it. You cannot. You cannot leave it to the uh, to, to the mass news uh, the, the, to the to the to the to the to the news uh, no, no, to the media. You, you can't. You can't wait for um, uh, a message from. No, no, no. You can't wait. As at that time, as at that time, he he couldn't have waited for anybody. Couldn't. You can't wait. You, you can't wait for that. Uh, um, uh, uh, person you like on radio to come to be strengthened. No. If it happens at midnight, the person is already asleep. You can't even wait for your pastor. You must strengthen yourself. Because the, the priest was there. But he strengthened himself. Tell somebody strengthen yourself. Feed your soul. Feed your spirit. Feed your faith with God's word. 
and not negativity. Yeah. Sometimes you wake up and uh, all around you, I mean, you can, you can you, uh, uh, friends around you are, are, are negative because that's what is happening now. The news media is, uh, is, is churning out negative news because that's what's happening now. But you must choose what you feed your soul, what you feed your spirit, what you feed your heart and your ears with. Because that is what is going to strengthen you. I believe that there's an inner resource. There is a reservoir deep inside of you. There's a well inside of you that in times of difficulties, you can draw from. It's your personal responsibility. And you must take charge. I believe that for me, I think if there's nothing at all, there's something inside of you. I said there's something inside of you that you can draw from anytime you are faced with any challenge. Anytime you are hemmed in. Anytime we think there's no way. God will always make a way for you. And that resource is within you. The next thing that David did was that the Bible says that, and he strengthened himself. Number one, he strengthened himself. So he took a personal charge. And number two, he said, he strengthened himself in the Lord. There are two things. He strengthened himself. And number two, he strengthened himself in the Lord. Like I said, there was, he looked around and there was no help. The psalmist said, I lifted up my eyes onto the hills. From when cometh my help? He said, my help cometh from the Lord. My help, your help is not from man. Your help is not from that institution. Your help is not from that system. Your help is not from the nation. Your help is not from the continent. Your help is in the Lord. He strengthened himself in the Lord. I've come to tell somebody, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Apostle Paul in the book of uh, Ephesians, chapter number 6, 3 verse, verse 10, he says that, finally, so in other things, after all is done, say, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong. From now to the end of the year, be strong. From now to the end of the year, strengthen yourself in the Lord. And it shall be well with you. And it shall be well with us. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God is our only strength. God is our only strength. God is our only strength. At this point in David's life, he had nothing more to support him. No one in Israel already, um, the, the king was after him. No one will help him from Israel. No one will help him from the land of the Philistines. Because he was even seen, seen as, an, as an enemy. The family was gone. And all, all that he owed, owned was gone. And even his friends turned against him. The Bible said that, and they thought of what? Stoning him. How, do, how can you turn to people who, are, who want to stone you? You can only look up to God. Tell somebody, look up to God. 
for strength. Hallelujah. Colossians chapter number 3 verse 16 says that, Let the word of, of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace and in your hearts to the Lord. Let the word of the Lord. It is the word of the Lord that is in you that you will draw on the day of adversity, on the day of difficulty. So, number one, he strengthened himself in the Lord. Number two, he strengthened himself. Number two, he strengthened himself in the Lord. And number three, the Bible says that, and David and his men went out. When you receive the strength of the Lord, don't sit down. Move forward. The strength is not made for you. You have so much power, so much capacity seated inside of you. When you receive the strength of God, which I know you have, don't sit down. Pursue that idea. Go back to that project. Because a word has gone ahead. And that word is that pursue, overtake, and recover all. May that be your portion. I say after today, may that be your portion. As you step out of this place and you go out and pursue, you shall recover all. You must step out. You must step out. The verse 10 of First Samuel chapter 20. So David went and he and his 600 men who were with him and came to the, the brook Bessel and those who were with him. So after receiving the word, he didn't sit down. He didn't delegate. He didn't wish he washy. If, if God has spoken, he will do it by himself. Step out. Tell somebody, step out. Step forward and pursue that which God has given you, the word he has given you. And number three, David did not only strengthen himself and did not only strengthen himself in the Lord and did not only pursue he collaborated. He partnered with people. He partnered with his men. David didn't say that, you know what? I mean, I have just received a word by myself and I'm going by myself. He went with his army. He partnered with God's word. Partnered with his army. And finally, he partnered with the Egyptian. So when, if God is going to bring you to your season of harvest, you must think of partnerships. You must think of partnerships. You must think of partnerships. Let's partner. Let's collaborate. Let's cooperate. If you are going to launch ourselves into abundant harvest. And the other thing, which is so significant for me, is that David, after the spoil, says something. He made a confession. And the confession is that this spoil is the Lord is the Lord that has given us the spoil. When we come into our season of harvest, we must know how to acknowledge God. We must know that God is our source. We must know that God is our source. 
the Bible says, and the wicked and the worthless men looked at the spoil and said, we fought for this spoil and it is ours. This is what David's men were saying. This is what David said. We fought. They used the word, we fought and the spoil is ours. And see, when they came back from the, the battle and the, they had the booty, there was contention. That, you know, those who stayed behind, you have no portion in it. We want to war. And the Bible described that it was, that idea was mooted by the wicked and the worthless. I don't know how God, the Bible is using that such a description. And they are part of uh, David's army. He said, the wicked and the worthless said, we fought. And the booty is ours. But let's look at what David said. David looked at the spoil and said, look at what the Lord has given us. It's about perspective. You can say that you are in harvest and it's your doing. You can say that you are in your harvest and it's by your sweat. Which, 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 which the, 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 the wicked and the worthless said. But David, uh, from a different perspective, said that it is the Lord that has given us. Harvest is from the Lord, people of God. Because not every, it's not every seed that is planted is able to bear fruit. Sometimes even the seed dies and never germinates. So we must know that in our season of harvest, let's confess that our source is from the Lord. And the last I want to share with us that David had compassion. He had compassion. He had a compassion. When the wicked and the worthless said, you know what, you have no portion in what we have brought. David said, no, no, that should not be done. That cannot be done. And he said, you know what, we will share it equally. So when God brings us to our place of harvest, our season of harvest, let's remember the weak. Let's remember the underprivileged. Because it is the blessing of the Lord. And the Lord expects us to be a channel of blessing. Not to live by ourselves. But to be a blessing to all of us. And if you check, if you read that scripture very well. The, the latter part of the scripture. Not only did they share the booty among the weak, those who stayed behind. He shared the booty to 13 cities. He went to 13 cities. So you can imagine the magnitude and the size of the booty. The spoil. He, he shared it among 13 cities around him. May the Lord bless us. I say, may the Lord bless us. May our harvest be so abundant that we will share and we will not even recognize that we have shared. David and his brethren. David said, my brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered us, delivered us in, delivered into our, our hand the troop that came against us. For who will heed in this matter? But as his part is, who goes down to the battle? So shall his part be who stays by the supplies. They shall share alike. So it was 
from that day forward, he made a statue and ordinance for Israel to that day. So what David said that day, when he seized that opportunity, became a statue. May the Lord bless you. And may the Lord cause you to institute schemes that will be a blessing to humanity. That will be a blessing to generations. Even to come in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. This morning, I've come to encourage all of us. If there's nothing at all that you didn't hear because of human weaknesses to communicate, one thing I want you to know and I want you to take away is that be strong. I say be strong. Be strong. Be strong. Don't faint. Proverbs chapter number 24 10 says that if you faint in the days of adversity, then your strength is weak. Harvest is coming and you need to be strong. Abundance is coming and you need to be strong. That, you are, that, that thing which you have been dreaming of, you are going to take seed of it and you need strength in the place of labor to be able to push it out. And I've come to tell you this morning, this man be strong. From now to the end of the year, be strong. The Lord bless you. Thank you for your audience. Please, you want to rise up. I want us, I have some time here, and I want us to spend, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's the first day of the month. Um, uh, today opens the month of October. Today opens the last quarter of the year, and I want us to pray. And um, if, if, if you read this, um, um, the, 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 the verse 11 of First Samuel chapter number 30, the Bible says that, and David found an Egyptian in the land. An Egyptian in the land. They found an Egyptian in the land. There's an Egyptian around you in this house. There's an Egyptian in this city. There's an, an Egyptian in this nation. There's an Egyptian in your generation. That's nowhere your spoil is. He said, about when they had given him food and they had strengthened him, he said, I know where the booty is. I can guide you there. There's somebody who can guide you to your booty. There's somebody who can guide you to your harvest. And that is an Egyptian. And this month, that's your prayer. That Father, in this month of October, the month of harvest, any man, any woman that must guide me into my harvest, Lord, let them be released. From now to the end of the year, any man, any woman that must guide me to my harvest, let them be released. You see, the Egyptian didn't have much. Sometimes somebody who is an local, somebody who is on a zooming, he doesn't have a, but it's an idea. God will introduce that person into your life, introduce an idea into your life, and that idea will explode. That's an Egyptian for you. God can bring you one person, one employee that can that can take upon himself or herself the responsibility of your company, how to grow it to the next level. That is an Egyptian. God can release that, and that's what happened to a, a Potiphar. He had one Joseph. The guard of the prison had one person. That's Joseph. Because the Bible says anytime he took over, it, anything he touched prospered. And that's the prayer I want to pray this morning. Father, any Egyptian you are ordained before eternity for my life, for my business, for my career, for my destiny, let them be released. Let them be released. Let them be released. 
Let them be released. Lift up your voice. Lift up prayer. Lift up your voice. In this month of harvest, harvest will not just come. Harvest will not just happen. Let some, somebody God has ordained. Somebody God has ordained. Somebody God has ordained. For your ministry to, take to, the, to go to the next level, there's an Egyptian that God must release into your ministry. There's an Egyptian that God must release into your business. There's an Egyptian that God must release into your career. And this morning, your prayer, your intercession, the Lord, let my Egyptian be released. Let my Egyptian be released. You need one person. You need one person. You need too many people. You need one person. You need one strategic destiny helper. You need one strategic destiny helper. This morning, you want to lift up your voice and say, God, let that strategic partner, let that strategic helper be released into my life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Riba let that enabler be released. Let that spotlight be released. Let that advertiser be released. Libra Kapaya, Sabadabadaba, Libra Kapaya, Sadia Kataya, Lapadia Kapaya, Antuniata, Asantania, Karu Kapaya, Veneca Penia, Akuntaniata, Veneca Panda, Kuntu Kapaya, Revente Kapaya, Atunga Mataya, Asakataya, wherever your Egyptian is, wherever your Egyptian is, let the Lord release them, let them gravitate into your atmosphere rapati kapa sabadu kapa akundu kapa abanda kapa ikutuni anda ene jisya like entity personality institutional that you must cross antana kapa to take your life to take your destiny to take your career to take your business to the next level let them be released barua kapaya by the power and the spirit of prayer and intercession, Kapandi Kapa, Sabranda Kapa, Antalebeleba, Riba Kapa, Sabandiata, Ibimini Kapa, Sabandikata, Antalebosa, Mandiko, Mandiko, Rabanda, Antalaba, Rimatosa, Imataya, Sandiriata, Ikapanda, Matunimiata, Kapata Kapa, Rapaya Kapa, Ikata Pradigadaba, Manta Pralagadaba. Pastor in his book, The Prophetic Destiny, says that such an Egyptian can be a spotlighter, can be an advertiser, can be an enabler. They might not have it, they might not look it, but you want to pray for yourself that, Father, let me recognize them. Amen. Let me recognize them. Amen. Let me recognize them. Amen. And we also want to pray that, Father, let them recognize me. Sometimes you, you, by discernment, you know that this is my, this is this is my Egyptian. But they are not, they are looking somewhere. They are looking somewhere. But you are saying, Father, in this season, grant me discernment. Amen. Grant me discernment. Grant me discernment. Let me locate them. Let me find them. Let them find me. Lift up your voice and pray. In the name of Jesus. From now to the end of the year, Father, the let me Egyptian look at who will be a game changer. In the name of Jesus. 
Egyptian who will shift you to the next level. The Egyptian who will move your business career, destiny to the next level. The spotlight, the advertiser, that enabler. Let them be released. Let them be released. Father, we ask for discernment. We ask for discernment. When you release them, May we descend in the name of Jesus. May we identify them. May they identify us. May our path cross your path in the name of Jesus. Rapayataya. This morning, we have prayed this prayer, but we are praying one more time that, Father, from now to the end of the year, no evil shall come near my dwelling. Amen. From now to the end of the year, no evil shall come near my home. Amen. No evil shall come near my business. Amen. No evil shall come near my career. Amen. No evil shall come near my children. Amen. And everything that concerns me, lift up your voice and pray. In this month, in November, in December, from now to the end of the year, no evil. No, no evil, evil, no evil, no evil. We declare no evil. We declare no evil. We shake every wickedness of the wicked out of this month, out of November, out of December, in the name of Jesus Christ. No terror by night, no arrow by day, no pestilence in darkness, no distraction at no day, in the name of Jesus. No evil shall come near our dwelling in the name of Jesus. So, Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word that has come to strengthen our faith. We thank you for your word that has come to strengthen our soul, come to strengthen our spirit, come to strengthen our heart. We thank you that from now to the end of the year, by the strength within us and from by the strength from on high, we shall pursue, we shall overtake, and we shall recover anything and everything that belongs to us. The things that we couldn't further attain, the things that Father we couldn't achieve, the things that Father we couldn't have from beginning from the beginning of the year till now. We thank you for strength to pursue them. And we thank you that we shall recover them all to your glory and to the praise of your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Please, you want to put your hands together and please, you want to take your seat in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It's time to uh, take our first fruit for the month of September. Um, the Bible says that uh, I... Let, let me read this scripture, and uh, I think that, and then after which we would give our First Corinthians chapter number four, verse seven. First Corinthians chapter number four, verse seven. I'll read it from the, T, the TLB um, uh, translation. So what do you have that God hasn't given you? And if all you have is from God, why act as though you are so great? 
and as though you have accomplished something on your own. So, what do you have that God hasn't given? And if all you have is from God, why act as though you are so great? And as though you have accomplished something on your own. John 3, 27 says that a man will receive nothing. A man will receive nothing. A man there is genderless. A man, woman, will receive nothing except it is given to him from above. Deuteronomy 8, 18. said, thou shalt remember the Lord your God. That it is he that gives you power to make wealth, to create wealth. So what we have given, what we are, what we are bringing to honor the Lord, is a part of what God has given us. It's a part that God has given us. I mean, we, we are all been around social media. Is it last week or this week? Uh, last week. That uh, at a certain uh, uh, facility, hospital, uh, something, uh, the price of dialysis, I mean, has been tripled, uh, not doubled, and there was an uproar. The, the, the blessing of life alone. The blessing of life alone. We can't buy it. We can't buy it. I mean, I, I, I thank God you can complain of hunger. Because some, somebody, somebody has no cap that capacity. Somebody has, that, somebody, I mean, they have everything, but they have no capacity to even, uh, uh, to, 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 be hung, to be hungry to say that I'm looking for food. Because even though they have the money. So it's a blessing. It's a blessing of the Lord. And we, we, as we bring our, our first fruit this uh, morning, let's reflect on all these blessings and honor the Lord uh, as we ought to. It's a spiritual obligation. And we would, this morning, who would want to do that? So, want to come back from the back? And now, can we please rise? Please, whether you have your first fruit here or not, please let's be upstanding. Thank you. I have come to give you worship. I have come to give you praise. I have come to lift my hands. I have come to lift my hands over my Yeah, yeah. Only you deserve my worship, only you deserve my praise. Your name I will exalt, in. your banner will I raise, oh Baba. Yeah, yeah. Please I have come, come to give back. you worship. I have come to give you worship. I have come to give you praise. I have come to give you praise. I have come to lift my hands, oh Baba. You deserve my worship. Only you deserve my worship. Only you deserve my praise. Your name I will exalt. Your banner will I raise. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thanking you for life. I'm thanking you for peace of mind. I'm thanking you for mercy. You've been so good to me. Say, I'm thanking you for life. Oh, I'm thanking you for peace of mind. I'm thanking you for mercy. Lord, you've been so good to me. Say, I'm thanking you.
2023 Children's Rally is here and um, East Legon District. Um, we are hosting it. Uh, that's Open Heavens Temple. We are hosting it. Open Heavens Temple, we are hosting it. So on the, it's a Saturday, on the 14th of October, 2023, from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. All the children in Opie Heavens Temple will be gathered here and also in the district will be gathered here. So please, let's take note, parents, let's take notes and uh, prepare them for this rally. I believe it will be an, a time of encounter, a time of experience um, with our children. The rate is 60 Ghana. Uh, but um, uh, Pastor being uh, uh, generous, as always, has decided that the church, OP Heavens Temple, will pay half for every child uh, in this house. Yeah, OP Heavens Temple will pay half of the 60 Ghana cities. So um, let's take note of that. Our covenant day of fasting and prayer uh, continues um, this Friday and will be here at 7 p.m. Um, uh, for prophetic power night, a time of breakthrough prayer. Um, we, we met last Sunday despite the rain, and it was a good time. And I know this Friday will not be an exception. Can we ask all the September bonds? If you are September bonds, please, you want to rise up? Want to pray for them? Want to pray for them? They celebrated their birthdays throughout the month. And... Uh, And, and today is their chapel party. Uh, uh, today is their chapel party. So uh, please let's pray for them. Let's pray for them that the Lord will bless them. The Lord will honor his promises in their lives. The Lord will honor his word in their life. That the Lord will keep them. The Lord will preserve them. That they will live to celebrate another birthday. That the Lord will prolong their days and their years as many generations. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That even as we have stepped into the season of harvest, the month of harvest, they will harvest from now to their next birthday. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Release the blessing upon them. Pray for them. Pray for them. Pray for them. So Father, we thank you for the gift of life. We thank you for all September bonds in this house. For the most important thing of life is life itself. To be alive is a blessing. And for that we thank you. For every single member of September Chapel. Father, we ask for your blessing upon their lives. We ask that you honor your word in their lives. You honor every prophetic word hanging over their atmospheres. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Even as we have entered into our season of harvest, may this one's harvest from now to their next birthdays. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we ask for your hedge of protection. We ask for your hedge of preservation around them and everything that concerns them. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, may you prolong their days and their years as many generations. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Please, you may take your seat. Also, if today is the very first Sunday you are worshiping with us or you are fellowshiping with us, you are our special guest. Please, we would like you to rise up. If today is the first Sunday 
If today is the first Sunday, please would like you to rise up on your feet. I will give you our special will be every step of welcome. and cheerfully as the Lord has blessed you. Let's celebrate the sons of us. Please let's rise. Please let's rise. May chapel members you meet their leader after service, please. I want us to receive this uh, benediction um, from Psalm 23. From Psalm 23. <clears throat> the emphasis are mine. 
I pray for you this week. I pray for you this month. I pray for you this quarter. That the Lord will be your shepherd. And you shall not want. He will make you to lie down in green pastures. He will lead you beside the still waters. He will restore your soul. He will restore your health. He will restore your finances. He will restore your business. He will restore your career. He will restore your relationship. He will lead you in the path of righteousness. For his name's sake. Yea, when you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will not fear evil. For he is with you. His rod and his staff, they will comfort you. In the name of Jesus, he will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He will, your head will not lack oil this week. Your head will not lack oil this month. Your head will not lack oil this quarter. In the name of Jesus, your cup will run over. I declare your cup will run over. Men will give to you good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. In the name of Jesus, surely the angels of goodness, the angels of mercy, they will follow you when you go out. They will follow you when you come in. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, this and many other blessings will follow you and pursue you and overtake you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now this is how Aaron will bless the house of Israel. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance towards you. And be gracious unto you. And grant you peace. Victories of faith. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord. Forever and ever. Amen and amen.